The race for the presidency of the International Tennis Federation is heating up. In this edition of ATR Radio, Around the Rings editor Ed Hula speaks with David Haggerty, the U.S. candidate vying to become the next ITF president. Haggerty, former USTA president, is one of four leading contenders in the race. The ITF will elect a new president to succeed Francesco Ricci on September 25th at an annual general meeting in Santiago, Chile. So what made you want to uh, take on the, the ITF presidency? What, what's the allure of the job for you? Well, I, I feel pretty fortunate. I've been around tennis for a very long time. And um, I made the decision. I, you know, I retired when I had, was like 50, 51 <clears throat> from head because I, to become president of the USTA. That was my aspiration. Having been around the ITF on many ways for 15 years as a manufacturer, um, I was able to become uh, vice president on the board this last term. And I'm just passionate about tennis. Tennis has been very good to me. I want to help tennis in any way that I can. So that's really the allure. I want to contribute. I want to do what I can to make tennis a better sport. Well, with so many other organizations representing the uh the professional athletes and the and the different tours. What does the ITF do that is distinctive from these other organizations to 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 grow tennis to make it stronger, like you're you're speaking of? Yep. Well, to me, the the key thing is that the ITF needs to be a great collaborator in working with these organizations, because at the end of the day, our best property, our biggest properties, are Davis Cup and Fed Cup. And what do we need? We need the players. We need the, the weeks on the calendar. We need to make sure that the Grand Slam tournaments and the other tournaments are supportive of our efforts. We're very fortunate to have, you know, Davis Cup and Fed Cup are kind of the official qualifications into the Olympics. And to me, that is one of the key um, aspirations for an athlete to be able to win, you know, a medal for their country and represent their country. As far as the Olympics go, ITF is the... Uh... Uh, federation which oversees what happens during the olympics how that tournament comes together yes um what's your assessment of the uh, importance the olympic tournament has for the world's professional players well, i think it's very important i mean when when tennis came back into the olympics it I think at first was obviously a test sport. I think it was in Atlanta, if I remember. And then now it is something that the athletes uh, really aspire to. I mean, you can see what it means to, you know, top players like, you know, Serena, uh, Roger. Uh, you can see it really means an awful lot for them to represent their, their nation. And the same goes for all top players in every country around the world. With With other sports trying to make their way into the Olympic program, those sports which are on the program are finding themselves in a position of making sure that they have their place secured. Uh, why? What would you say about why tennis belongs in the Olympic program? Well, I think it, it belongs because, you know, number one, it's a sport that is certainly international. It's played in every country around the world. It, it is something that has great tradition, uh, and has been uh, a sport that's been around for quite a, a long time and therefore has, I think, a very good following. And the most important thing is to have the athletes representing their countries, and that clearly is the case. All the top players make themselves available 
in order to qualify to be able to participate in the Olympics. Looking at your manifesto that you've uh, published uh, about what you hope to accomplish, why you want to do what you want to do for the ITF, uh, number two is listening to the needs of national and regional associations. What are you hearing out there? What what are they looking for? What kind of uh, what what can the ITF provide for them? Well, I think one of the most important things is that the nations, regardless of size, want a voice and a vote within what is happening in, in tennis. To me, one of the things I've always tried to do, whatever company I've been at, or the USTA when I was president there, you have to listen to your customer. You have to listen to the needs of the nation. So to me, I think that they uh, also want to make sure that they have more money to be able to do what they should be doing, which is developing the game of tennis in their country so that we can have more young athletes aspire, want to play tennis, and want to become a professional athlete. Your your point number five in your manifesto says review opportunities for improvement in governance. Uh, are there any weak points in the way the ITF is uh, is governed? Is there ways to improve it? Well, I wouldn't say that they're necessarily weaknesses as much as there are opportunities. Um, you know, I, I think that you have to occasionally take a step back and really look at what you're doing and, and make sure that it's uh, contemporary with what's going on in the world today. So one thing that I'd like to see is um, athlete representation. Uh, on the board. Uh, the, the, I've been on the United States Tennis Association board. You know, we've had athletes for 20 years on the board. They're very helpful. They give good insight or, you know, past athletes that, that can give us perspective. I also think we need to have more women on the board. I think that's very, very important. So a, a good gender balance, similar to what the, you know, gender equality, which is what the Olympics uh, movement is all about as well. Governance issues are racking another federation right now, FIFA, with the uh, indictments that have come down, the arrests, the the, the swirling controversies about uh, bribery and corruption in that federation. ITF, of course, faces nowhere, nothing, nothing like that kind of problem. But is there anything cautionary? Is there anything that 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 ITF and other international federations might take away from this uh, horrible experience that FIFA is going through right now? Transparency is, is, is very important, and I think that's something that, um, you know, the ITF has. It's something that I certainly would continue to ensure that people know uh, what's going on, where money's going, where it comes from, and that sort of thing. And, and uh, we have that with Francesco has been, been good at that. And there is, in, in involving the, the Olympic federations, including the ITF, the, uh, the fallout of the controversy involving Sport Accord and uh, the critical comments that a Sport Accord is made about the IOC. Um, I think the ITF has been pretty clear that it is on the side of the, the IOC in this fight. And is it any, any, reason to think differently from your point of view no i, I we have a uh, our board meeting coming up in paris on um, 
starting on on uh, Sunday Monday. And I know this is on our agenda, but I think you know Francesco has been pretty clear with his various roles, international federation and Olympic movement, uh, support for the IOC and and and. Personally, I have the same for Thomas Bach and the IOC and the Olympic movement. I think what they're doing is is proper and correct. Again, that was ATR editor Ed Hula speaking with David Haggerty, the U.S. candidate vying to become the next ITF president. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook and Twitter. This is Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening. <laughs>